welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. And hyper-caffeinated we are. Because that's just the way we roll, isn't it? Whether it be through coffee, through energy drinks, through pre-workout, through... Well, I don't care how you get your caffeine. I don't even care if you drink caffeine. We're all about high energy here on this show. So while you're at it, go ahead and rate, review, subscribe, and share this show so we can make the show grow. Because isn't that what we all want in life, to grow? Hmm. I think that's a universal truth. And if it's not, well, then it should be. So, what are we going to be talking about today on Caffeinated CX? That's a good question. I haven't really figured that out yet. No, I'm just kidding. So, we're going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to me. We're going to talk about firing customers. Yeah. So, customer experience is all about providing the best possible service to retain customers and build long-term relationships, right? But what happens when a customer becomes too difficult or demanding? While it may seem counterintuitive, there are times when it's actually better to let a customer go. In fact, it's not just in business where cutting ties can be necessary. Sometimes it's also necessary in personal relationships. It's okay to fire customers. It's okay to fire bad friends, right? If you're the average of the five people you associate with most, then you got to be careful of the pessimistic, unambitious, disorganized friends, right? Because if someone's in your circle and they're not making you stronger, they're making you weaker. Huh. Cutting off people is okay. I don't mean you can never talk to these people again, right? Just, you know, maybe limit the time, especially if they're a energy vampire. And we've all seen customers who are energy vampires, right? So let's start off with some specific examples of when it may be better to cut ties in the world of customer experience, right? So imagine you're running a small business and have a customer who is constantly calling you after hours, demanding immediate immediate attention for very, very minor issues, right? Or perhaps you have a customer who is rude and abusive to your staff. In these situations, it is better for your team's mental health and overall productivity to politely suggest that the customer find a different service provider. There is no shame in that. Of course, like I mentioned, it's not just in customer experience where cutting ties may be necessary. In personal relationships, there are often situations where it's better to let go of toxic or abusive people. For example, if you have a quote-unquote friend who constantly belittles you or manipulates you, it may be time to reassess that friendship. If you have a family member who is consistently abusive or makes you feel unsafe, It may be necessary to distance yourself from them. So, how do you go about cutting ties in a way that's respectful and professional? In the world of customer experience, it's important to be clear and direct with the customer while also being polite and professional. 
It may be helpful to explain that your business is no longer a good fit for their needs or that you're unable to meet their demands. In personal relationships, it's important to prioritize your own well-being and set boundaries. This works in business as well. This may mean having a frank conversation with that person or simply distancing yourself from them over time. It's worth noting that cutting ties doesn't mean that you don't care about the person or the customer. It simply means that you're prioritizing your own needs and well-being. In customer experience, there may be financial implications to consider, but it's important to remember that the cost of retaining a difficult customer may, may be higher than the cost of losing them. In personal relationships, the emotional toll of maintaining a toxic relationship can be significant and may impact your mental and emotional well-being. In the end, cutting ties can be difficult, but it's often necessary for personal and professional growth. Whether it's in the customer experience or personal relationships, it's important to set healthy boundaries and prioritize your own well-being. Remember, and I, I beg you to remember this, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's essential. We've all had customers, right, that drained your resources, that no matter how minor the incident or the demand was, they'd be blowing up your phone, blowing up your social media, everything like that. And there comes a time where there's a cost benefit of letting them go, of firing them. And that's okay. Hmm. So that's all I have to say about that. And I want to segue into another topic here that's been all over my LinkedIn feed lately because I have a I have an algorithm. I'm sure you do too. You might have seen this. And that is tipping at self-service kiosks and self-checkouts, right? That is weird. Why would you tip on self-service? Why? I can understand because this is America and we have a tipping culture and restaurants and places like that don't pay a living wage, right? So basically you're subsidize, subsidizing that employee, whatever. That We're not going to talk about that much. But when you order a coffee or you go to the self-checkout, right? Or you go to the airport, right? And with prices the way they are, geez louise, they turn that iPad around, you go through the steps, you have to put in your card after making your purchase, before making your purchase rather, and there's a little pop-up that says, hey, do you want to leave a tip? No. No, I don't. I literally went and got the, got the object that I was going to buy, I scanned it in myself, and I bagged it myself. If anything... I should be getting an employee discount. Maybe I should tip myself. I've never been trained on these things. Who am I to say that I didn't buy a banana? Right? I don't know what gets rung in as a banana and what doesn't. Maybe everything is a banana. Maybe nothing is. Maybe everything's jalapenos. I don't know. It's just uh, weird. And it's uh, bizarre. 
I don't know. How do you feel about that? Because I, I am not a fan. And I will tip people who deserve a tip. That's like delivery drivers, Uber, waiters, waitresses, whatever. Right? They deserve a tip. They don't get paid anything, honestly, if you don't tip them. And I think that the better the service, the bigger the tip. Right? But when you're doing everything yourself, who are you tipping? There's no employee to give the tip to. Right? There's nobody. You're tipping what? The machine? That's weird. That that gets into some weird sci-fi kind of things, huh? What is a self-checkout going to do with that tip money? Is it going to go out and buy a pack of smokes or buy a cup of coffee? I don't know. I don't know. It's a little weird. But anyway, that's it. I just wanted to go on that little rant there. But remember, it's okay to fire difficult, demanding customers provided that they are abusive or too time-consuming and there's a cost-benefit to letting them go. And the same applies in your personal life. Because as weird as it may sound, business and personal life, there's a lot you can glean from both of those, right? And they're connected. And the thing about a work-life balance, well, I think a work-life harmony is a lot more important than a balance, right? To quote Grant Cardone, balance is for sissies. Now, I don't 100% agree with Grant Cardone, but it's fun to say because it's funny. All right, that's today's episode of Caffeinated CX. I'll see you next time.